changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration for you for the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. Because everyone does Thanksgiving differently. And sometimes we're forced to compromise too if we're like many modern families and we're sharing the holidays with exes and in-laws or our kids live far away. So today I'm going to share two stories about two families that do Thanksgiving differently and quite wonderfully. These stories are in our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Wonder of Christmas, which includes plenty of stories about Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and New Year's, as well as Christmas. In our first story, which is called Crazy Always Finds a Way, Mark Howe tells us that his mother always told her four kids to make sure no friend spent a holiday alone. So one year, at their pre-holiday meeting over the dining room table, the kids sat down and added up the number of lonely guests they'd invited to Thanksgiving, and they were shocked to realize that they had invited more than 80 non-family members. Their poor mother started crying, and the kids jumped into action, promising that they would make this work. They asked their mother what they needed to make go away. The first thing they had to make disappear was washing dishes, so they agreed to go with paper and plastic. Then they agreed to eliminate pots and pans as well, and they added aluminum trays to the shopping list. The kids said that they would cook a pair of turkeys in the smoker, and then one of the boys said he would roast two more turkeys in his fraternity house kitchen. So that was it for the turkeys. All four of them were arranged. And they all agreed to say yes if any of their guests asked if they could bring something. And they decided which kinds of dishes each group of friends would be asked to bring. Then on Thanksgiving Day, the kids made iced tea and lemonade in five-gallon batches. Mark was in the restaurant business at the time, so he borrowed some huge trash cans. And his brother borrowed chairs and tables from his frat house. Now, for 80 people, they needed to create more than one serving line. So they made three of them, with one of the lines actually being in the garage. And the Howe family pulled it off. Eighty guests were fed and entertained, and everyone had food and drink and a place to sit. And they had a great time. When it was over, though, the family swore they'd never, ever do that again. The next year, they invited only 60 guests, and the craziness continued. So Mark Howe's family invited 80 non-family members to their Thanksgiving, and Kira Papescu tells us that her family had a different kind of guest list as well. In Kira's case, it doesn't sound unusual at first. She spent last Thanksgiving with her mother, father, brother, dog, and cat in their house in the suburbs with its white picket fence. Her brother flew in from Texas to spend the holiday with them. And while Kira's mom prepared dinner, Kira and her brother watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV, followed by the National Dog Show. Kira's parents argued over how to serve the turkey, and her mom kept trying to figure out what was making that mysterious beeping sound. Eventually, they figured out it was the oven, but that was par for the course because Kira's mom 
was not known for her prowess with the oven, and in fact in the past had wrapped all the smoke detectors with tinfoil on Thanksgiving. So the family had a traditional Thanksgiving feast, and they talked about their past. Kira's dad promised to sweep the leaves off the porch, and Kira's mom reminded her dad that next week he needed to take her to the train station. After they finished the meal, they squeezed together on the sofa, and they took a family photo. Kira says it looked like the stereotypical Norman Rockwell portrait of a loving family, except for a few small differences. Her parents have been separated for 25 years and got divorced 16 years ago. Her mom recently left her second husband and now has a significant other in Chicago. Her dad has a significant other in France who has two teenage children of her own and is around the same age as his daughter from his first marriage. The child of the mom's second husband died of a drug overdose Kira's brother is a doctor, so he seems normal, but she thinks he has some questionable political views. And then Kira herself says that she has some mental health issues. Now, she adds that the dog is currently at the center of a custody battle between the mom and the second husband. Kira says the cat appears to be okay, but he was a stray and he's missing a chunk from his ear, so there's probably a story there too. This was Kira's mother's first Thanksgiving since leaving her second husband, and she didn't want to be alone. So that's why Kira and her brother and her father reunited with Kira's mother to have a Thanksgiving with what Kira calls the original gang in their mother's new house, which her dad paid for half of. Kira said the Thanksgiving was very meaningful to all of them. They've never been the most conventional family, but through all the hardships, hospitalizations, deaths, and divorces that life has thrown their way, they've been there for each other. And that is something to be thankful for. So I love those two stories, which really cover the spectrum. A family Thanksgiving, including 80 additional kind of accidentally invited guests, and a little tiny Thanksgiving for four that reconstituted an original family before a whole bunch of divorces and other things happened and spread them apart. And no matter what, the theme was gratitude for the privilege of gathering around a table for Thanksgiving. If you want to read more stories about all the different winter holidays, check out Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Wonder of Christmas on our website, or pick up a copy at your local bookstore, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, Amazon, Costco Canada, Chapters, Indigo Stores, Books a Million, and wherever else books are sold. We went all out on the cover of the book, too. So in addition to being a great read, it will be a nice addition to your holiday decor. I'm Amy Newmark, and I hope you'll join me on the next episode of the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Do you know what a bookazine is? They're those half-magazine, half-books that you might have seen near the magazine section in stores. And they seem to materialize instantly when a celebrity dies or after someone wins an election. We're going to chat with Tony Raimondo, one of the leaders in the bookazine industry. <laughs> <laughs>